Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. With over 21 class-leading brands, Wakeling Automotive is home to your next new car. Call Maddie anytime. 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Welcome to Morning Glory with Maddie Johns. Yeah, welcome to Morning Glory, everyone. Big show today. We're going to cover off uh, some of the stories coming out of uh, the Dragons as well as Manly. Uh, we're going to talk Bathurst. Camera uh, Munster signed a new deal with the Melbourne Storm and what that means for the Dolphins. Slice of Denon. Webbs to send. Sound advice is super tramp today. Movie of the week. We've got an Arnie special. Search and enjoy. It's all happening. City Morning Herald's Andrew Webster. Webby, how are you going, good, mate? Good, Matty. How are you? Mate, I'm going good, brother. I'm going good. Uh, Maestro, how are you? Very, very well. You're Happy to be good. back for another week. Good. Yeah, me too. Uh, we've got the, uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to Ben in a second, mate. I believe he's got something up his sleeve. We've uh, bloke in a bar down in camp. Kempi, how you doing, man? Mate, I'm excited because I go to Europe for seven weeks on Sunday. You're joking. Oh. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, sir. Where's the first stop? Uh, Dubai. And then we go into Spain. And guess what we do on the Saturday? So we, we get there this Sunday. Yeah. The next Saturday, Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Oh, oh El Clasico. No. El Clasico. Oh, who's a lucky boy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Prince of Pounded Hills, Benny Hogarth. How you going, Ben? I've had a fantastic week, Matthew, mainly because of this from last week. A quick one, uh, Benny. Penrith, 13 plus oh, yeah. into Dylan Edwards for Clive Churchill. Oh. Oh, bravo. Bravo. There you go. Honey. Cash, not... cash money. My wife was very happy when I was cheering Dylan Edwards at the end of that game. I've got a, a story for you, which is actually true. My youngest son, Cooper, who's actually, we're going to bring him in third break. He's, he's here this morning. He's about to go to Hamilton Island, which a single bloke going to <laughs> Hamilton Island. Anyway, try to work that one out. <laughs> a friend of his, right, who he just lost his grandmother, and it was on the eve of the grand final. One of her final words to the family, big rugby league fan, was Penrith 13 plus Stephen Crichton first try scorer. No. Swear to God. Wait, wow. What? Yep. That yeah. is crazy. They, I, I she said a... it was like she did to deal with the devil himself. <laughs> <laughs> I love a grandmother that's uh, dropping. I know. <laughs> dropping multis. <laughs> dropping multis on the deathbed. Final words. There's a famous one about an old, uh, an old CEO. Uh, an iconic CEO, on his deathbed, the last few words he had to say was bagging old coaches in his life. I tell you what, boys, uh, and Dan, we'll have a talk about, mate, your yeah, uh, European holiday. Webby, you've got to give us some uh, tips. He just came back from Spain, of course. But yeah. uh, if you, boys, if, While you're in Spain, if you happen to see my soul anywhere, can you bring it back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Now, boys, we haven't spoken about the grand final. Uh, Penrith 28-12 over Parramatta. Penrith, uh, Dynamite, 28-12, said before, not really a true indication, I think, of the game. At one point, Webby, I thought it was going to end up a sort of Melbourne versus Manly 
You know, 38, 40 nil, something like that. That's the way it was going. I reckon you could tell after the second try, 17 minutes in, you just could mm. tell that this was going to be a bloodbath and that's what it was. It was at the, f- it was almost the perfect half of grand final football. It reminded me of the Roosters 18 against the Storm. Remember how yes. the way that they played in that Brilliant. first half and just suffocated blew, them out of the, and just blew them away. And, and that's exactly how it, how it played out. Uh, I, I mean, they've been the best team all year. They've been tipped to be go back-to-back back all year. They've had things go against them in certain games and finals and suspensions to Nathan Cleary and and Origin and all that, despite that they were easily the best team in the competition. Dylan Edwards. Mate. Beak, he, what a season he's had. He has been absolutely incredible. So unlucky to miss the Aussie squad. Look, I understand why they probably went maybe with Burton in that position over him with Burton's youth, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But I will say the really interesting thing, and I don't think it – was given enough credit. And the great sides, you don't give credit to this. But last year, Dylan Edwards had a broken foot. Cleary needed a shoulder reconstruction. And there were a couple of other players that were completely busted. They still managed to win. And I think it was Cleary that said after the game that it was the first game that they'd really walked off, uh, walked off the field, especially in the first half, and said, this was a complete match. And I think we've yeah. been waiting for this complete match from Penrith for the last few years. In the first year, very attack-heavy side. Second year, they said, you know what, we need to go back to defence. Became a grindy side. I feel like it was both in this grand final. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. We, you know, just on Edwards, like, two years ago, Dylan Edwards had the yips. Mm. When, whenever the ball went in the air, he wouldn't get underneath it. I, I saw him play in a reserve-grade game three years ago. Uh, for Penrith, when the ball was going in the air, I kid you not, he was almost, he'd almost go the other way. He totally lost his nerve. And to have the mental toughness to come back from that and to get where he's got to is says a lot about the bloke. I think it is interesting that he didn't make the Kangaroos uh, squad. I think it's interesting that both the Daly M medalist and the Daly the M medalist and the Clive Churchill medalist That's couldn't it. find their way into the mm. Australian squad. Mm. Um, it well, wouldn't be many times where that's happened. No, it's, no. it's interesting because... And again, I understand, like, I'm extremely excited for Burton. Campbell Graham as well. He's worked his ass off. But those are probably the two positions where you'd go, wow, that's pretty tough that the Clive Churchill and the Penrith Panthers player of the year mm. in one of their best seasons ever. Uh, so I agree. Very, very tough. Uh, I, under- I understand it, though, with Edwards. Like, I mean, he's a he's a specialist fullback. He can play fullback or maybe left wing. But And I think Burton covers a little bit more. But yeah. they, that's the I thing. Know, when you go through their squad, I know, I know it's really, it was very, yeah. it was very... Torn. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Cleary, yep. best player in the world at the moment. There's always that debate. We had a situation where, you know, the fullbacks were dominating for a long time, but we're back to being that the best player in the world is number seven. Um, he was, man, he was good. It just shows you. And we'll get on to Parham in a second. And we spoke last week about this a lot. We said, when, when the grand final comes around, you've got to be up emotionally. I hear a lot of times sports psychologists say, you know, when you're in the sheds before the game, just keep it an even keel. Mate, I'll tell you, if you do that in a grand final, you could lose it in the first 20 minutes because you'll just get stuck in the gates. And I've seen that numerous times. And we spoke to Joey about it last week at about mm. 2001 Parramatta where they turned up like it was any other game and Newcastle were pumped in the eyeballs and it was just – it was over after 20 minutes. And I, I was shocked. And, and you draw conclusions in hindsight. I get that. But how they prepared for the game, Parramatta – you know, um, rejecting the opportunity uh, a couple of days before the game to train on a core stadium where Penrith took it. Um, you know, people say, why is that a big deal? It's to get your bearings. Phil Gould would famously take you to um, what is Allianz Stadium now, the old Sydney Football Stadium, the night before the game, 
and just stand around and get a feel for it. You know, mm. one year, famous year, you had the players laying on their backs just looking up and just, you know, making, getting their heads into the occasion, get their bearings, uh, getting their goals for the game. That's imp- how important it is to just to just visit the place where it's all going to happen. And then and then the other one, where, the big one, where they drove their own cars to the game. That, that to me is shocking. And, and uh, this is not a hindsight for me. I said before the game, I had a few, like we did a live show, and a few of the other analysts were like, no, no, you treat it as normal game. Rah, rah. I'm like, no, no. No, you don't. This moment comes once in a lifetime. All the history, put it on their backs. Because, okay, if you're going to go out in flames, go out in flames. That's right. I don't understand that's, that's, that. But that's three, the last three Parramatta Grand Finals, 01, 09, and now uh, 20, what is it, 22, where they've been schooled in Grand Finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. haven't been, their preparation has been questioned. Yeah. And it they've, hasn't been they've right. Had, they've had a great run going in, and then at the final hurdle, you know, it sort of falls apart for various for various reasons. Mm. But, again, I come back to the fact that, you know, I, on grand final, I want to you know, I want to get on a bus with all my teammates. It's one of the most special things going to the game. You get you get the, the tension that is on the bus, and tension is good. Tension fuels the tank. Mm. And you get at the game, you get off together. And the other thing about and we you, you get a um, – you get a police escort there, you know, amongst oh. all the, amongst all the uh, the traffic. The other thing about it is when you got Do you eight, really, eighteen, yeah. When we played in ninety seven, we had a police escort to make sure that we could go straight through to the ground. So it makes you wonder, like, when eighteen different players are turning up on that day, where there's a lot of traffic around, you've basically there's eighteen more chances of things going wrong. Mm. God, yeah, you, yeah exactly. Imagine. They tried Parramatta Road on Grand Final Day. <laughs> I, know. I, I will say, uh, paying well, all those tolls—if you don't—and then you do po- the tolls. It's very expensive. Uh, I right, was... no wonder Ryan Madison was off his game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Ryan he just, Madison he just in pa- a second. He had to pay twenty dollars in tolls. He's no wonder he had the shits. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say, uh, just just uh, in the conversation, I remembered obviously I played under Clear Ivan Cleary at the Warriors, and when I was at the Warriors, actually, he used to do a thing where even in normal games, he would get every a lot of the boys, and they'd, we'd hire out a hotel. And we'd actually be in a hotel a few hours before the, the game would even start. Yep. And I remember initially it really like threw me off because at the Broncos, we didn't do that. Whereas at the Warriors, they do that. So it's really interesting to see, to see these things yeah. early in Ivan's career that were preparing him for big occasions. Big, big yes. occasions. Learning, tinkering, getting mm. it right, how, how you handle grand final days and whatnot. Uh, like as FA Cup, Challenge Cup finals in rugby league, FA Cup finals in England, you, you get a suit. You know, when we made the grand final... Mm. Uh, at Wigan, you know, you went and got fitted for a suit and to wear to the game, and there was the rose on. And it's just, it's just gives it's you that sense of of history. That's yeah. what I don't get. Like, I just don't understand. Is like, is a special moment. Why are we pretending? Why is everyone, yeah. oh, boys, just normal? It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. So why are we pretending yeah. that? Yeah, um, the right man, <laughs> right man, is the situation. <laughs> and right up. Okay, he said, "No, I got a lot going on at the moment." But like for me, uh, again. Where where is Parramatta? Where is Parramatta in all of this? When a player goes right, oh, it's four thousand dollar fine, or it's three matches. When you're losing back rowers from next year, you're skinny on back rowers, and a back rower goes, "No, I'll take uh, three games and miss the first three games of next season." I honestly, I cannot believe that. Yeah, I, I'm. I agree. Look, I, I know, I've met Matto. He's a great bloke. You know, get all that stuff out of the way. It's, it's uh, there must be there must be something going on uh, privately. I will say he is a very uh, 
principled in, in regards to he is willing to take a stand if he believes that that is the direction to go. But even like, think of the other players or yeah. it's, it's not even about you anymore. Okay. Yeah. You may need the money, speak to the club, get a forward of some cash. Like there could be so many ways to fix it. And look, he probably like, he's on like four, 500 K, 600 K. 600. How do you live on that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they do it, mate. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I just it just blows me away. In none of the none of the sides I played in would a player even contemplate that. Well, first, I think it's ridiculous that he could have the option to take one or the other. Mm. If if they're serious about foul play, and I don't, you know, whether the, he should have been charged or not, it's the third offence this year. You either you either do the time or you can't. I don't think you should be able to pay your way out of it. Mm. What's, really, what's and it's been brought in this year? But for mine, it just says to me. It's like, and, and players, are, a lot of players have always been like this, but it's like a lot of the modern day players are individual first, team second. And I think the teams that buck that, like Penrith and Parramatta to some extent, or, or, or definitely in Melbourne, yep. um, are, the, are the teams that Roosters. are the ones that, the Roosters are the teams that flourish. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say is like, can you imagine any of the top players or coaches allowing this? Like, could no. you imagine Robbo, Bellamy? You imagine Craig Ivan? Bellamy comes through. And one of the back rowers, like, you know, Felice Cafusi, for instance, last last season where he gets a suspension, so he made $4,000 final, cop three matches. And he cop, he says, I'll take three matches. And Bellamy allowing it to happen. Would, could, could you imagine Nick Politis letting it happen? Oh. Nick will go, what, four grand? Hang on, I've got that in my ashtray, in my <laughs> car. Oh, here you go. <laughs> now I've got that. Uh, I'll just reach over my driver. Can you get that out of my ashtray? <laughs> and, and look, and, no, Nick still drives. Does he? I've seen Nick driving. That's cool. And so, there are scrapes on the sides. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, like, look, if he's going through some things personally, for sure. Like, I, I, yeah. I understand that, and maybe he's paying for someone in his life that's got something going. I don't, I don't know what. I don't honestly yeah, don't know exactly. You don't know people's real financial situation. So we shouldn't take the piss too. Yeah, but why didn't the club help him then? If like yeah. you know, why didn't the club go? Listen, mate, you've got personal things going on. Yep. It's really important that we need you to play these games. You're a leader at this club now. Yep. We can forge you money. We can find ways to, you know, do some promos. Yep. It's 4,000. The club can right. find it. And we need to, we like, start like next season. There's going to be a lot of people go, well, Parramatta, can they repeat? Oh, they've lost Reed Marnie. They've lost Papali'i. You know, the, the, as the window shut, you've got to get off to a really good start. You know, and, if they, and he'll if be they public, have a slow start. He'll be public enemy number one, unfortunately. If they lose their first three, all of the angst and anxiety and, and worry about Marnie, Papali'i, it'll be focused on him because yeah. he's the one not playing, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't see Parramatta, though. I wrote about this on, on Monday. I don't see Parramatta collapsing. Like In 2009, that grand final loss opened the way for all the political infighting to ramp up and it tore the club apart and it ended with the salary cap scandal and they had a reset after that. That's not going to happen again at Parramatta. I think it's going to be tough to bounce back from it. And I know they lose a couple of great players, but I don't see them imploding like they have in the past. It all, it all hinges on Hodgson, I think. Mm. He needs, oh, he's a big... If big, he doesn't come and play sword, well, yeah. they're going to struggle in my opinion. Uh, Penrith, next season, I mean, they're going to start a short price favourite. So even losing guys like Kikau, at the end of that, you've got Nathan Cleary, who's going to be another year older. You got Edwards, you got Luai, all these young players, another year older, all their experience. Man, they're going to be hard to stop. Absolutely, and and ironically, in the grand final, the best edge back rower was Liam Martin, yeah. and yeah. so it's like that just shows you, yeah, okay, Kikau is an absolute beast on the edge, and he's been so good consistently over the last couple of years. 
but they can go to Martin. Martin was yeah. going against Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown is the best defensive six in the game. And even though Dylan Brown landed the tackles eventually, he got quick play of the balls and got momentum. I yeah. thought I thought Kikau was actually quiet yeah. compared to the rest of the finals. Yeah. How do I know this? I may job. have backed him for the Clive Church. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, uh, on that remark, Webby will take a break and Webster next. <laughs>